Hello, this is Yaro Stark, and welcome to an Entrepreneur's Journey podcast. Today I have Patrick Maninga. Is that right, Patrick? Yep, yep. All right. From, where are you from? Uh, Kalamazoo, Michigan. Kalamazoo, Michigan. Okay, in the United States. And I've invited Patrick on to tell what I hope will be a very interesting story of how he sold his website for $200,000. So obviously it's uh, a case of... Um, well, starting your own site, growing it, and then selling it. Now, I've read a little bit about this, uh, Patrick, and it sounds like you weren't really expecting this to happen. So I'm really looking forward to hearing the whole process. Uh, thank you for joining me today. Well, thank you, Yaro. I'm glad to be here. So uh, let's start at the beginning then. Uh, I assume you've been on the Internet since you were born? Uh, well, actually, I guess it probably started about maybe five years ago, and I didn't have a website. I didn't have anything. I just had an idea that I wanted to, to make money online. And what I did is I started doing some research, and uh, I found ClickBank, uh, ClickBank products. And so real sort of quick and dirty, I made uh, this really lousy, awful product, and I just threw together a, a, a page, a landing page, and I started buying some pay-per-click traffic. You know, I didn't know what I was doing. I, I was just, I was just sort of scrambling in the dark, and it was a complete disaster. You know, I didn't make any money, and uh, so that was sort of my my first foray into internet marketing. Before you keep going, I, I'm curious: Were you a working man before this? Did you have a day job? Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. I'd been uh, working my whole life, and at the time, I was actually working uh, in an addiction treatment center. So I was I was working in a drug rehab, and so that was that was what I was doing. And I I just I wanted I knew there was a way that people were making money online, and I didn't I didn't know anything about it. So I was that's kind of how I how I got into it. So this was a, a career you had. You, you, how many years have you been working as a um, an addiction? Was it counselor or? Um, yeah, basically, uh, I'd only been doing it about four years or so, uh, not too long. Okay. So um, were you an entrepreneur ever in the, the previous history, or is this the first time you, you started your own thing? That was that was my that was my leap into entrepreneurship. Okay. Is, so, you went to school? Did you go to university and then went straight into a job? Is that sort of the typical career path, or have you had a different story? Um, yeah, I actually, I, I did complete a bachelor's degree um, at a business school, so I had a marketing degree, and I don't know, I was just kind of in transition, and this wasn't a great job, you know, it was a decent job I had at the treatment center, but um, I wanted more, you know, I wanted, I wanted something, something better, so. Right, so were you thinking, you know, make enough money to quit my job, travel the world, live that, you know, four-hour workweek lifestyle, or... Now, where did the motivation come from? That that is where it, where it came from, and this actually that was before uh, the whole four hour work week came out. I was it, it had already sort of sparked my mind that that was what I wanted. I wanted that that lifestyle. Okay. So so yeah, that was definitely in the background there. All right. Well, let's date this. When when, when did you first have the you know the, the inclination to start your own thing? I think it was about two thousand and six, maybe. Right around in there, I would have to look at the... Right, well, let's we'll go with 2006. So you're working a full-time job from 9 to 5, and you're thinking, I want to start some kind of internet business. Did, did you get some sort of initial exposure from anywhere, a newspaper, or you, you were reading the internet already for, for ideas? or? Uh, you, basically the internet. I was already online quite a bit. I was very quick at doing you know internet research, uh, very quick at reading, so... So yeah, I would say my exposure was all online. And what were you that. reading about? Um, you know, to be honest, I was reading a lot of like um, A-list uh, blogs. I was reading your blog back when you were talking about you know pillar content and stuff like that. And so that's really um, after sort of the ClickBank thing failed on me. That's sort of what inspired me as I was reading a lot of different um, you know blogs about blogging and. And that's really what sort of got me started. Okay. Did you consider yourself a writer? Uh, yeah, I guess I do. I'm as far as like school. I've always been really strong at writing, um, and I write. I write very quickly. I compose, you know, articles very fast. So I've always been a strong, very strong writer. So. 
Okay, so tell us what you did. Like, what's the what was the first step? Well, after the the ClickBank thing failed, you know, I was I was trying to set up that machine to to sort of create, you know, a, a passive business is what I was doing, and it it just didn't work out. And so, um, <clears throat> I'll be honest, I had you know experience in the in the um, I was working at the drug rehab, and I had experience in the field of addiction, uh, personal experience. So I decided to start a website on that. So. Um, I got the idea from, from blogs similar to yours and yours that uh, I could start a content website and build out, you know, a large information site. So I started writing articles about addiction. Did you, like, set up a website yourself? Were you using WordPress, for example? Yep. I went ahead and started a WordPress blog. I just bought a, a, uh, a URL and just started writing articles. All right. So now you the URL you use was it spiritualriver.com? That's the Yep, I just kind of pulled it out of a hat. I said, I'm going to go with something that's got some branding potential and I said spiritual river just it's got a nice ring to it. I'll I'll use that. You know, I I did not know what I was doing and in retrospect, it actually worked out pretty good that that I didn't try to go with, you know, like addiction dash treatment dash best dot com or what you know i didn't pick something spammy i went with something brandable so so that was mm. a bonus really. i have to admit when i first read it i thought you must have some sort of you know personal development or spirituality website uh not an addiction treatment site with the name like spiritual river yeah it, it is a little weird it is a little strange but but there is a heavy um slant towards spirituality in in the whole recovery community so it it actually works pretty well okay so so you started writing content now i assume you were drawing upon both your own experiences and as an addiction counselor you know how often could you write and how much could you write was it all you uh yeah it was all me i i never outsourced any content or anything like that i just wrote my own stuff and i started very slowly because i didn't i didn't necessarily know how the scale of the web worked at that time i didn't i didn't say oh i gotta have a hundred articles or oh i gotta have a thousand articles i didn't do that at first i just started creating creating articles and seeing you know it just it started so slowly and i didn't really know anything about building links or or building authority to the site and and so it just started very slowly and i just started you know just started putting up different articles didn't really know much about keyword research. Was just sort of shooting from the hip, just brainstorming different titles for posts. And how, how much were you writing? Is this is an after work kind of job, I, I assume? Oh right, yeah, I was <clears throat> definitely you know working full time, and so I would, you know, I would just at first I wasn't real real serious about it. I was just putting up maybe you know maybe one to three articles a week. Just, just kind of getting the ball rolling, and so for the first, I would say for the first year, to the first year to eighteen months, I didn't really, I didn't, I didn't push to to create a business with it. I was just sort of dabbling. I was just sort of getting, getting a couple articles up and and letting it age, uh, basically. Okay, so so take us to the timeline. And this is two thousand and six. You're doing this very much part time. You're writing three articles a week, so it's not going to be uh, an overnight success story at that sort of pace. <clears throat> Did you have a, a, a change of mindset along the way and, and start thinking of it like a business? Or t- take us to the next you know, few months or years, whatever it took. I think what happened is that I sort of started digging into the stats a little bit, and I probably got lucky on a, on a post. And um, I'll even tell you what post it was. It was, it was for the keyword how to help an addict, how to help an addict. And so people were typing that into Google and I just sort of got lucky. I hadn't been building links. You know, I didn't, I still didn't know what I was doing yet. And so I started noticing, Hey, all my traffic is coming from this one keyword about how to help an addict. So, so that, um, combined with the fact that it, i I put up some AdSense ads along the way there, and it started showing, you know, a dollar or two a day, and so the light bulb kind of went off at that point. 
and and up until this point i didn't i didn't necessarily have a clear uh, picture of what I wanted my business to be you know i I had started with the whole quickbank idea and and you know so it was still evolving and it, and the, so the light bulb went off and I said, "Wait a minute, I'm getting all this traffic for this keyword I should be able to I should be able to do this more. I should be able to find more keywords. I should be able to, to rank this even higher. And, and so that's where it sort of all clicked and fell into place. Can you, can you maybe explain what exactly you mean? Like, it sounds like you felt like you figured out the secret to this. How did you get the clarity in your head? Uh, I guess it was a, it was a numbers game that, that I said, okay, you know, I'm getting, <clears throat> maybe I was getting about 100 visits a day. Uh, almost all from the search engines. And I noticed that most of it was coming from this one keyword, and I was getting it all to the same page. And so I put up the AdSense ads, and it started doing, you know, it started generating some income. And I said, well, this is just a matter of of scale. If I can, if I had 100 articles like this, instead of making, you know, a dollar a day, I'd be making $100 a day or whatever. So I, I guess... That's just sort of the the process I went through is that I I saw that it was scalable. I saw that that I could I could grow it. And that led to what next? Um a whole lot of writing. Yeah, yes. At some point I I got serious. At some Well, I guess the next step was it wasn't it wasn't volume yet. That it, at uh, later down the road, I really took off and went crazy with volume. But at this point, I still wasn't there. At this point, I said, "I said, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to I'm going to go find some keywords, the best ones I can find, and I'm going to write. I think it was 40 articles. And to me, at the time, this was a big deal to write 40 articles. You know, I think it took me two weeks. And and so I put up 40 articles. And I believe at the time I was, this was quite a quite a ways back. Still, I was using like, I don't know, like Go articles and maybe Ezine articles to build some some basic links. And so I threw I threw links at these forty new articles, and overnight, almost, you know, within within a month or two, the income shot up to I'm going to say about three hundred a month in in AdSense. And I'm assuming traffic must have grown to get that result yes yep traffic went up the income went up it had been you know 50 to 100 bucks a month and and i did these 40 posts i made this you know this conscious effort okay i'm going to put up 40 posts i'm going to target 40 new keywords with these 40 new articles and so i i did that and 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 then another light bulb went off and i said okay this this actually works can you maybe tell us a bit more because i i know i can hear the person listening to this thinking I've looked at keywords and I've gone and written articles to try and get that traffic, but I just never get the first page ranking. Or even if I do, it turns out there's just not much traffic going to it or it doesn't end up making me any money. Could you maybe explain, uh, if you have any insight <laughs> to, your, to your technique there, why did it work for you? I mean, did all 40 articles work or was <coughs> it more of a hit and miss process? Or? Oh, it's definitely hit and miss. And, and so that's part of the light bulb moment for me too is that okay i did 40 articles my income went up but of those 40 articles maybe maybe 25 of them never make a penny and so and so that was part of the light bulb moment for me too and i think with the keywords it you know when i first started i might go into like uh the google adwords keyword tool and and i'd come up with a list and i would just start you know I would just start targeting them without really, you know, I was going after keywords that were way too competitive, and I was also going after some keywords that probably um, showed no promise of ever getting traffic. And so part of it was trying to find that happy medium, and I'm sure people struggle with that. And and one of the ways that I did that was I started, uh, I guess you'd call it data mining, my stat logs. So I, so I would just look at, at what I was getting traffic for already, search traffic, and I would, I would go through that each night, and I would say, oh, okay, somebody typed in, you know, how to help an alcoholic. Well, do I rank for that? And so I would look in Google and say, oh, well, I'm on the second page. I should write, a, write an article with that title, and I might be able to get on the first page. So I, 
I started doing some basic things like that and and just really pushing to to get keywords that I knew I knew I had a chance to rank for and that I knew had some traffic potential. Just to clarify, cause the, the data mining, that sounds like a good technique. Were you just going into your Google Analytics traffic data and finding the phrases people were using to find your website and then checking to see where you were ranking? So like you said in that example, if, if you ranked on page two, but you were getting a little bit of traffic from that, if you could get to page one or in one of those first three results, you could probably get a lot more traffic. Was, was that the process? Absolutely. That's exactly what I did. And I think at the time, I wasn't even on Google Analytics yet. I think at the time, I was still using uh, StatCounter, which, which works just as well for that. And, uh, yep, that was the exact process. Okay, so you're making 300 a month. You've written 40 articles, of which maybe 10 to 15 actually bring in, bring in some traffic and some money. What kind of traffic are we talking about this day? You, you said 100 a month before. You know, you said 100, yeah, 100 a day, you said, in visitors last time. Yep. Right? So what are you at yep. by this point? Um, I think I was around, uh, around 300 uniques per day, probably 85% from Google search. Okay. All um, right, so what, what, what happened next? Just write more articles that worked once. Let's keep doing it. Is that how, how you thought? Uh, yeah. Um, a little bit. I think I, I, I tended to sway a little bit. I, I actually leaned towards um, doing some guest posting, and so I, I said, you know, I've been writing all these articles, and it, you know, it never happens fast enough as we want it to. And so I said, well, I should go try to get some some better links for my site. And so I actually, you know, I I kind of took time off from writing articles for a while, and I chased down. I'm going to say I ended up with about six guest posts for that site. And how did you find you know the sites and, and actually get the you know, approval to do a guest post? Um, I actually sort of devised a process. Maybe I kind of discovered it. Uh, I don't exactly remember. But what I ended up doing was I would go to Google and I would type in things like uh, addiction guest post. And I would just sort of sift through the results and see what was out there already and see if there were sites in my niche that were that were accepting guest posts and so that's i i made a list i found maybe 10 sites that had already accepted a guest post from somebody else that you know was on topic and i said okay these are my these are my uh sites i'm going to go chase after and i got to make i got to come up with an idea and make a creative you know article and i'll email these these people and pitch the idea to them and see if they won't see if they won't publish a guest post. And so I did that, and I ended up doing it about about six times, I think. Okay. Did you have criteria for the quality of these sites? Were you looking for a certain page rank or anything like that? Um, not necessarily. I mean, I, definitely, you know, I would look at the page rank. But um, for me, it, I guess it was really about a, a real website versus a fake one. <laughs> and and that's, I guess that's entirely subjective, but... I mean, I think we all know spam when we see it, and, you know, if it's just a, if there's a real person behind the site, if somebody actually cares about the website, that, and, it, and if it's on topic, um, I guess with those two criteria, it doesn't really matter as much to me what the page rank is, as long as it's a, is it, is it, as long as it's a real website and it's got a human behind it, then it, to me it's, it's probably a good link. Okay, so how long have you been doing this at this stage? Are we talking a year into this? Gosh. Because um, you're still working I'm a full-time gonna, job, right? Oh, yeah. Definitely still working a full-time job, making about 300 a month. It probably was at, was at around the two-year mark. And, and I also want to point out, so that nobody gets misled, is that there were times when, when I didn't work on the site at all. That, you know, there were entire months that would go by where where I just wasn't into it for a while. I just I just kind of gave up and let it let it sit. So it wasn't like I did this every single day for for you know five years. It it was very sporadic. So I think that's important. To, yeah, it sounds to, like you you got a good return for not. I mean, you worked hard, but not talking hours and hours every day. Correct. Yep. Okay, so take us forward then, Patrick. Where, where, what happened next? Okay, I guess 
I did these guest posts and I continued to, I continued to put up uh, new articles. I'm not sure how fast I was doing it, but at, at some point, uh, the site jumped to 600 a month in income. It was making $600 a month and it kind of got stuck there. A couple months went by and I was sort of expecting it to grow. And I was, you know, I was really pushing and hoping to hit a thousand a month. Was that because you were putting out more content? I was I was consistently putting up content, but it wasn't it wasn't anything huge. You know, we'll still say three or so articles a week, maybe. Um, I wasn't, and and I think I think I also did another push in there where I said I'm going to do another forty articles. You know, in in like a two week time span, I'm going to publish and write forty new articles, and I'm going to point some some links at them or whatever. That sounds, just, sounds like a pretty important thing you did when you, you, you went for this whole 40 articles in two weeks process. That's a lot of articles even you know, for two weeks. You know, you're basically writing like well, almost, almost four a day. Uh, how, how many words are these articles? How did you do it given the full-time job? Um, well, like I said, I write pretty fast. So for me to, for me to sit down and, and type up... Um, say 3,000 word articles, I can do that in certainly less than three hours, probably less than two hours uh, if I actually sit down and, and do the work. Um, I'm, I'm very fast at typing, very fast at writing, and I knew the material, you know, I, and, and I had a lot of ideas. It, it wasn't just that I was, that I was writing about addiction. Uh, it was that I had, I had ideas that I would say were not typically mainstream. I, so, I think that's an important point too. Is that is that I had I had some ideas about about my niche, about my topic that were not mainstream. People weren't talking about my ideas necessarily. Right. So you you had some knowledge from your own experiences there that you were revealing. Right. Yep. I had my own spin on things. I said, you know, this is how this is how the society thinks everything works, and this is what I experienced. I think it's a little different. And I think here are some things that I think would really help people if they're willing, you know, if they're willing to learn, they're willing to take a look. Mm-hmm. And so I had, I had a lot of ideas like that. That So I wasn't just saying, oh, I'm going to write about, you know, um, this table and this piece of furniture and this table has four legs. It wasn't just, you know, boring, dry content. I, I was actually talking about, you know, some, some personal experience in there. So was there any kind of... I guess a formula or a system you were following by this point. Like, did you take someone's course or read an ebook, or or was it just your, you know, collective experience reading those blogs back when you started? Uh, it was mostly it was mostly reading um, a list blogs, and uh, for example, like with the pillar content. At one point, I'm trying to think of what point this was. Certainly before I was making. Before I was even making three hundred a month in AdSense, I I read your stuff about pillar content, and I said, "This is what I need to do. I need to make some amazing articles." And and it really, it, looking back at those first couple of of pillar articles, I, I've grown so much since then. It's really amazing. But but back then, you know, um, it it just raised my level of of quality. It made me say, okay, 300 words, you know, uh, 300 word article without much substance to it. That's, that's not what I want to be publishing. I want to, I want to dig deeper. I want to, I actually say something. I want to actually help people. And so I kind of, at some point I kind of got that idea of, of, I need to make uh, killer content. Mm. That's a, that's a pretty strong motivation. I think a lot of people forget to mix in that motivation with also the desire to make money because you obviously cared about sharing what you knew and helping other people and that can come through in your writing uh, quite significantly yeah go ahead no i was just going to say yeah that's that's exactly it i mean um i didn't just push for more um for higher quality content but i I sort of pushed myself to say, okay, what kinds of, of content can I develop? And so I, I did a number of um, videos. You know, I started shooting videos, which were just sort of, you know, talking head, me explaining a concept um, on a YouTube video and then pairing that with a new post. 
I made a number of infographics. You know, I started playing around with Photoshop and I said, you know, people are making these infographics and these nice charts and graphs and why can't I do that? So I, I created, um, there's probably about four or five of them on Spiritual River of these these infographics I made. And so I, I pushed myself more than just more than just saying, oh, I need to make, um, you know, killer content is that I, I want to make a variety of content. I want to hit different formats, um, you know, just all about making the site uh, better and more uh, a real website, not just a bunch of 300 word articles, you know. Okay. Well, we'll continue the process then with us, Patrick. You're up to $600 a month, and you've done another 40-article rush, which uh, you know, sounds pretty important for the way you produce content, got you focused and, and get some great output. Uh, what were you aiming for here? Were you hoping to make enough money to quit your job? Yes, that that's, that's exactly it. I was working a day job and um, still working at the treatment center, and I said, you know, if I could get over a thousand a month in income, um, you know, I don't, I don't have any dependents. I live a very simple life. I could, I could conceivably quit my job with that kind of, that kind of income. So, I wanted to clear a thousand a month, and so here's what I did. I, I had a lot of vacation time accumulated, and so I went to my job and I said, hey, I need to take a month off. And they let me do it. They gave me a month off. And during that month, my plan was to, to just go nuts and, and really create a lot of content for the website. And so at, uh, at one point, I was publishing as many as 25 articles each day when I was on that vacation. Wow. Um, I, I, my... <laughs> My goal was 600 articles during that one-month vacation. I did not did not reach the goal, uh, but I did produce I think around four 400 to 500 articles, and these were in the um, 600 plus word range. So they weren't a thousand words, but they were over 600 words, and they were they were good content. You know, this was this was stuff I was writing from personal experience, and and so. Um, you know, I had a big keyword list that I worked from that I had just accumulated all these keywords and I said, I'm going to do it. And so I, I went nuts and I, that's when the site basically went from around the 500 article range to the thousand article range. So I, I bumped it quite a bit there. That, that sounds like you must've been writing 20 articles a day on average. Yeah, it, it was pretty insane. I would, I, yeah, I would my back actually hurt. I was writing so much. My my neck would hurt. It's just ridiculous. But like Are I said, I this? Were you sitting on the beach doing all this? <laughs> sitting on the beach. That's great. No. no, I just in my apartment, you know, typing away on a desktop and it's eight hours just, a day kind of thing. You know, or an hour here, an hour there. Yep. And I I actually a couple of those days I did more than eight hours, and I don't recommend that. Definitely. Right. Um, Eight eight hours is too much for nonstop typing. But is it safe to say that that month kind of bought your freedom from having a job? Yes, it did, and but it didn't work out like I thought it would, um, and it probably never does. But anyways, what I learned is that, and I think this is an important point, is that I had this website. It had a couple years of age to it. And I think at the time it was a page rank three. It's, it's almost always been a page rank three. Not that that matters a whole lot, but that's kind of the level of authority that this site had. It had about a, it had about 500 articles. It was about three or four years old. It was a page rank three. And here I take one month and I add 600 articles to it. Now, what would you think would happen? You'd probably get a penalty from Google for, you know, putting too much out there too quickly or something like that. That's possible. I'm not really sure if if there was a penalty, but I can tell you this much: that you're you're basically right. Google did not say, "Oh, um, you know, let's shower this person with traffic and income." They just gave us a whole bunch of new articles. Um, it didn't happen that fast. It did happen, but I'm going to say it took about a year. For that to fully kick in, right? And I was going to say, did you release those articles all at once? Like, did you just go one after the other, or did you drip feed them over the next twelve months or something like that? 
no drip feed. I hit publish every time. Wow. I was pub up to 25 articles a day. And so and and so what happened is I just got done with and I think um, I think maybe like the new content bonus or something. I did see a little spike there, uh, but it was nothing huge or significant, and and it it didn't even break seven hundred dollars a month. Uh, I was stuck for almost a year at that six hundred dollar a month in income mark, and I could not seem to break it. And somewhere in that year, I did this this blitz where I added you know about four hundred to five hundred articles in a month. And, and like I said, it, it did not, it did not kick in immediately. If, if you, if you do this, my guess is you'll be disappointed in the short run. You'll be happy in the long run, but in the short run, you'll say, you know, where's the money? Where's the traffic? Mm -hmm. So <laughs> if it didn't work straight away, you must've been a bit depressed after spending the entire month, almost <laughs> eight hours a day, every day on your vacation. Technically, like you used up a month of your holiday hours. Uh, well, not to be able to quit your job or, or even show a significant jump in your income. Like, you might have even been thinking about stopping altogether at that stage, just letting it sit there. Right. Well, I, I was. I, the, actually, what happened is I, I don't think I can reveal this person, but there's another internet marketer. I, I can't say his name, but he had a lot more experience than I did. And he has a, he has a website that's over a decade old and, and gets, um, gets just huge traffic. And he told me, he, he said, you need to give it time. You need to wait, wait a year. That's what he kept telling me is wait a year. Uh, he said it generally, he has found in his experience that it generally takes at least a year for his new content that he puts up to really settle in with the search engines and rank where it's going to rank for the long run. So he said, he said, give it a year. He said, your site has decent authority. It's not huge, but he said, you need to be patient. And so at the time, that's not what I wanted to hear. And I didn't necessarily believe him, but I can tell you now, looking back, he was, he was right on the money. Okay. So what do you do? did you do during this year then just go back to work writing three articles a week doing your full-time job is that you know what i no i i didn't i i stopped making content i or i shouldn't say that i stopped pushing for volume is what i did i had i had made that big push for volume and i i basically slowed down i was probably back to around the three articles per week uh, speed, but at this point, I was I was doing more things. I was, uh, for instance, I was trying to get more guest posts. I was trying to get some quality links, and I was still experimenting with different types of content, like the infographics and shooting some videos. So I was, I was, I was discouraged with volume blogging. You, you could say that I was discouraged with the volume approach. So. So I didn't quit. I didn't give up. I just started trying different things. Okay. And, and I haven't even asked you. You're doing a lot of content production throughout this process and a little bit of guest article writing. Were you doing any more marketing for what you do, like building links, any other methods? Uh, you said you used e articles and, and Go articles. Um, you know, was that pretty much it in terms of uh, you know, growing your, your authority? Uh, it was. I did... I did a little bit of, um, I guess you would say, manufactured link building um, on link networks. This was quite a long time ago um, in the process. And, and at some point, I shifted away from that and said, you know what? I don't think um, the cheaper manufactured links are going to be sustainable in the long run. And so at some point I made a decision and I said, you know what, I'm just going to, when I, when I do link building and marketing, I'm going to just try to get quality guest posts from what I consider to be real websites. Yeah. Okay. So um, take us to what happened next. It sounds like you broke the $1,000 mark eventually since you don't have a job now, do you, Patrick? No, no, I don't. So... <laughs> So what happened is um, basically a, a year went by or so, and I kept pushing, kept pushing, kept pushing, and 
um, you know, the work I had done a year previously started to kick in and it started to pay off. And, and, uh, it just, all of a sudden it, it kind of exploded. I think I hit, <clears throat> I think I went from 600 a month to a thousand a month, just like that, just on a dime. And when it hit a thousand a month, um, 90 days later, it hit 2000 a month. Wow. And, and I wasn't at this point, I wasn't, you know, I was still working full time and I was not really pushing hard to do anything with the website. At this point, I had already done the work and, and it was just, it just kicked in on its own. It just took that, that time. It took that year or so to, for the benefits to kick in. Why do you think that is? Is it Google just changing their algorithms and figuring out what's better content and, and deciding that you are a better content site? And you, because you keep doing something every week for you know years, because I'm assuming by now it must be getting what 2006 when you started. You're talking two or three years here, so we're getting what 2009, 2010. Um. Well, actually, it. I started in 2006, sort of exploring in the ClickBank stuff. I didn't. I don't think uh, Spiritual River went live till maybe 2007. Um. But still, I, I guess. I. I don't know. I don't know why that delay is there. I, th I, from what I can tell, it's just based on trust. I mean, if if I had a PR six website uh, that was older than Spiritual River, I think those articles would have kicked in much faster. I think the income and traffic would have went up much faster. But I think it has to do with with where your website is at. If you're you know two years old and you're a page rank two and your site has 200 articles, you can't expect to just add 1,000 articles and be making 1,000 a month mm. the next month. It's, it's going to take, take time based on the level of authority you already have, is what I think. Right. I mean, I, could, I can speak from someone who's had a website from 2004, in, in my case, and, and a page rank six at the moment. It's, uh, I don't know what would happen if I suddenly wrote 40 articles and released them in a month. It's been never written that much in that short period of time. Maybe, maybe, um, sorry, 400, not 40, 400 articles, 500 articles in a month. Um, you know, the most I've probably done is 60. So, and that was very, very early days. It is, it definitely shows to the value of doing something over time. Uh, so, Patrick, you're, you're making 2000 a month at this stage from Google AdSense. You must be well and truly ready to quit your job. Tell us what happened. you just walk into your boss's office and say, I'm out of here? Or <laughs> how did you come to this wonderful decision? Well, I, I guess I, it, didn't, it didn't happen super fast because, uh, because the, the main problem is that AdSense income fluctuates. And, and that's tough. I mean, even if you, you know... I had a couple days where it made a hundred bucks in a day and, and, uh, you know, that gets you really excited. And then the, you know, the next day I'll turn around and it'll make 35 or 40 and you'll say, well, what happened to the hundred? And so it's, it's, it's tough. Scary. It's scary to quit it, your job based on that random aspect. Yes, definitely. It is scary. So, so I did <laughs> I don't know. I guess, I guess I just, I wanted it so bad and, and it was, it was more than the income level. It was the opportunity there that I said, if I, if I can get freedom from my day job, then I can really go nuts. Then I can, then I can turn this into a, a serious business. So it wasn't just that I, I wanted to make sure there was enough money that I could eat. It was, you know, I, I wanted to take the risk. I wanted to take the plunge and see if I could, if I could make it into something even better. And that's what you did. So that's what I did. I, I quit the job, put in my, my notice. When was and, that, Patrick? You must remember that day. <laughs> you, you would think. <laughs> um, gosh, it's, it's been about a year. It's, it's not quite been a year yet. Okay, so this, this is fairly new. You've been living the, uh, the freedom lifestyle for only a year. Yes, this is definitely very new. So I, um, you know, I put in my, my notice, and and then... Uh, used that sort of that nervousness of oh my gosh I'm not going to have a day job to uh, to try to spur me to create more and, and better content for the site. 
Okay, so take us through then the next 12 months to get us up to the present. You quit your job, you start working on the website full time. We haven't even mentioned the fact that you actually sold the website. Um, <laughs> right. Well, I, really, that's, that's, that's the next part of the story. I mean, I, right after I quit the job, I, this is just incredible timing. I, I quit the job, and here's what happened. Here's what actually happened is I got nervous. I got scared, like you said, based on that fluctuating income that AdSense provides. And I said, I was talking to uh, some different Internet marketers who were trying to advise me, and they were saying, you know, um, you can probably do better than AdSense. Um, they wanted to push me beyond the AdSense business model because they said, you know, Google has to take their cut. And, you know, there's, there's different ways to monetize. You could create a product. You could consult. You could create a course. You could do some different things. Um, maybe you could make more money than AdSense. You, so, is there a reason why you don't want to mention these people's names, Patrick? Or are they... Well, <laughs> well, I like to, I, you know, I, if there's kudos to be given for good advice, let, let's give it. Right. Well, I, I don't know. Um, I guess if I think of... A good example. One person in particular, because I know in my own experience, I had a couple of people, um, Andrew and Daryl Grant, who said, you know, you really should have a, a product. What's, what, are you, what are you doing? This is before I had a product. And, you know, a lot of other people had said similar things, and I'd read similar things, but it took those two people to actually say it and go, you know, to do it, to actually make me do it. So was there any kind of moments like that for you? Well, um, certainly uh, Chris Garrett, he had a huge impact on me. And at one point, he, um, he gave me like a free site review. So he reviewed my website and critiqued it on, on his site. And so I never, um, I never did any like formal work with Chris, but he, um, I had joined his forum basically his, he had a free forum in the past. And so I, I kind of got to know him and, he uh, he definitely made an impact in that area, and he he was one who pushed me to say, you know, we need to look beyond AdSense. You can probably do a little better than ad clicks in terms of monetization. So, anyways, that was kind of a theme that I had explored um, even before this point in time, and I'd never um, gotten good results with it. I. My big idea was that uh, a lot of treatment centers and drug rehabs were the people who were advertising on my site via AdSense. So what I did is I made a list of those, those treatment centers based on the ads that were showing on my site. Mm -hmm. And I started cold calling them. I started calling them up and saying, um, you know, let me talk to the marketing department. Let me talk to the owner, whatever, you know, uh, trying to get past those gatekeepers and talk to somebody who, who actually works in the marketing for the treatment center. And so I, uh, it's a numbers game. It's just like guest posting. You know, I made a list of like 30 treatment centers and made like 30 cold calls, sent out 30 emails, and maybe got five people to actually talk to me. So it's a numbers game. I, I, I did that footwork and um, actually had a month or two in there where I paired up with a treatment center and I removed my AdSense and the treatment center paid me a set fee to run their advertising on my site. So I was doing a direct ad deal and I did, I think I did two of those sort of in the year or so leading up to when I quit my job. I had not quit my job yet and I'd experimented with this direct ad deal twice. So you mean like a monthly fee for placing a banner on your site? Yes. Um, it was more than just one banner, though. It um, We geared, you know, the whole site layout to advertise their their uh, business. So it must have so, been fairly significant money then. Yeah, it was, um, yeah, yeah, it was. It was, it was a, uh, comparable to the AdSense income at the time, and I tried to get a little more to make it worth my while um, to replace AdSense. So that was, you know, kind of the, the deal. And I think I even, like, I went into, like, some of my e-books that I had free e-books that people could download on my site, and, like, I even put, um, you know, promotions in them 
for the treatment center that I was advertising with. So I really tried to gear the whole site to, to help the advertiser. So I did a couple of these direct deals. Bottom line is they didn't really work out. They didn't, um, you know, they, they got, they got some leads, they got some referrals, um, but they didn't, they didn't think it was probably worth their while. It, it, it wasn't a slam dunk either way, but these, these people that I did the deals with, they were like, well, you know, we, we might continue with it. We're not sure, you know, so, so it wasn't, it wasn't a resounding success. Mm-hmm. So how long did it go for? Just, I think I did a month trial with one treatment center and we parted ways and they said, eh, not quite. We don't quite want to keep doing this. And I did it a second time and same thing. Um, the, actually, the second time he wanted to keep doing it, um, they wanted to keep the direct ad deal, but they weren't willing to pay enough. And so it wasn't worth my, you know, it wasn't worth the, the effort because AdSense outperformed uh, so, them. So what was the difference with Chris Garrett then giving you this advice, you know, later on? Well, he, I would say Chris had given me that advice uh, earlier okay. on, um, much earlier. And, and so, so what happened is um, I had done those deals and then I quit my day job and I was using AdSense and I was making pretty good money. Uh, but it was still fluctuating, and I was scared, like you said. And so I put, I said, um, I said, if I can get a direct deal, even if it's not, I was so scared that I was willing to take the same money that AdSense made just as a direct deal, so that I was, you know, I'd be guaranteed to get the money. Mm. So that was kind of my mindset. I was, I was worried, and I was nervous, and I was scared, and. And I got a call, like I said, I had made about 30 cold calls uh, via the phone and tried to, you know, talk to receptionists and tried to get marketing departments. I had done that. um, This was like six months prior I had made these 30 calls. Out of the blue, I've already quit my job. Out of the blue, my phone rings. And it's some guy, and he says, um who is this? <laughs> and I said, who, I said, who are you? <laughs> it was so funny. And he said, he said, you called me. Um, you got a website. And I said, okay, what, what, what are we talking about? And he said, well, something about advertising. And so it was just so out of the blue. I was not expecting it. And I don't think this guy knew what was going on either. He just, he dragged up this message from 30 days ago and, and decided to call it. So he said, well, he said, I, I own a treatment center. Let's, let's work out a deal. Let's try to do something. And so I said, all right. And, and I was not real optimistic because I was so disappointed in the way the previous direct deals had gone. I, was, I, I said to myself, this isn't going to work. This guy's going to try it. He's not going to like it. I'll go back to AdSense. That's what's going to happen. So he, we worked out a deal, and he said, he said, uh, um, he's, and he was willing to pay more than the others. I guess that was a key point. He said, I'll give you, he said, I'll give you, um, I think it was 2000 or 2,500 a month, um, to run my ads on your site. You take down your AdSense, and we'll try it for a month and we'll go from there. And so, uh, so we did that and, and it, he, what happened is about halfway through that month, when he was running his ads, he had all kinds of tracking installed. Um, he calls me up and he says, "He says it's not doing real great." And I said, "Yeah, I did. Yeah, okay." And he said, um, "But he says I think I can make it do better." He says, "I think if he says if if this were my website, I think I could I think I could increase the conversion rates. I think I could fix this website." So he says, "I I want to buy it," and I. I said, well, I need the money to live on. I quit my day job. And he said, well, you, you name a price. You come back to me with a price. He said, uh, you think about it for a day and come up with a price. He said, because I want your website. I want to buy it. Um, I said, okay. So I hung up and, and I thought about it for a day. And, uh, and I, I kind of ran the, ran the numbers of you know how much money would, would really change my life and allow me to you know, to invest and actually make a difference. And 
I figured a, a quarter million would be nice. <laughs> so, before you keep going, Patrick, I mean, a quarter million, yeah, it is nice. Um, but I'm thinking if your website's generating, say, two and a half thousand a month in income at the time, even if you say you optimize it a bit more and you know, do a few things, get it up to 3,000 a month, that's still only 36,000 a year. You're talking about a multiple of, you know, almost 10 times the yearly income to reach a quarter of a million. Do you think about that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I even said that to him in my reply. I said, I know the site is not worth a quarter million, but that is what I want. I even, I even said that right. because, you know, if you go look at website valuations, everybody's like, oh, you know, 12 times the monthly earnings, maybe 18 times. Maybe if you've got a really nice website, 36 times the monthly earnings. Yeah. You know, that's You're looking at a hundred grand at best, sort of thing. Right? Yeah, or more like yeah, fifty grand. I, it, there's no way. So, so, but it, but it didn't matter because I said I need the money to live on. I quit my job. I'm stuck here. I can't sell this thing for fifty thousand. That's not going to help me. That's not going to make me uh, allow me to reach my my business goals. You know, my investment goals. I, I can't live on that you know, long term. So, so I didn't. I, I really didn't. I was not excited at this point. I was not excited at all. And I, you know, I was realistic. I was thought I was being realistic because I said, you know, nobody's going to pay more than 36 times monthly earnings. So you thought he'd say no, but you said, why not? I'm going to tell him the truth. That's how much I want. Right. Yeah. And, uh, so I did that. And, um, he said, he said, no, you're right. The site is not worth a quarter of a million. But he said, I will tell you what I will do. I will give you 200000 for it. And, I, <laughs> and my jaw just hit the floor, and I talked to him on the phone, and I said, really? <laughs> did you keep uh, it cool, or did you jump up and down? <laughs> I started stuttering like a fool. I was like, uh, uh, I'll have to get back to you on that. I mean, <laughs> I couldn't even, yeah, couldn't even just... Yeah, to me that's that's a mind blowing amount of money. I didn't. It still is. I don't even. It's just crazy. So, so yeah, I we I said I'll call, I'll call you tomorrow and and let you know. So, did uh, you really have anything to think about for those twenty four hours, or were you pretty much you know you were yes from the the moment he 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 made the offer? Well, I started calling people okay. and and uh, I got some investment advice. Um, from a you know a trusted investment advisor that my family's been using for decades and he he you know he kind of convinced me he said um that that is he said you need to jump on that and and then you know what he said he said can't you just build another website <laughs> <laughs> and uh i had to laugh at that and so so yeah i basically said yeah this is this is enough money where um i can i can bank it i can invest all of it and start building another business and uh, go from there. And so, yeah, there wasn't much question. Um, I even talked to some of my, some other, you know, people that I, internet marketers that I knew, called them up and they said, they said, dude, that's insane. You have to take that deal. They said a hundred times monthly earnings or so, you know, that, that's unheard of. Do it. So. Yeah, I would have said the same thing. <laughs> Impressive. So, how did the, we're almost at an hour, uh, Patrick? So I should probably start wrapping up here. But um, sure, sure. give us an indication. How did the was the deal smooth? Did you have a contract? It was very smooth. Um, he he said I'll have my uh, my lawyer draft this up, and so he that's what he did. He had his lawyer uh, draft up a contract, and he um, the lawyer. I believe it was the lawyer. His lawyer said, we got to use escrow for this. So the lawyer took the money in escrow, and, you know, I talked directly to the lawyer. And uh, it was very professional, very – I was not worried about a thing, to be honest. I was not worried in the least. Right. And the, the technical transfer went smoothly as well? Um, it did. Login details, I guess, huh? It did, yeah. Actually, they just um, – I think I was hosting with, uh, with Media Temple at the time, and they said, we'll just – We'll just go get an account with them, and and it'll be a snap. And so that's what they did. So it was real, it was real easy. They just they just bought into the same hosting. And, okay. So and they bought the hosting. Yeah. They escrowed the money. They, you were happy that everything transferred. They were happy. Money came into your bank account, and that that chapter was done. 
Yep, that that kind of that kind of did it. Okay. And what have you been investing in? If you, I mean, if you're able to talk about how you, how, well, actually, the next question is how are you spending your life now as well? Like, what are you doing? Well, you know, it's interesting that um, for one thing, the people who bought the site um, actually want me to keep writing on it. Um, on a freelance agreement, which sounds crazy at first, you know, why would you sell your website and then keep writing for it? You know? Um, but it's actually worked, uh, worked really well. And so, you know, I banked the money, I took it to an investor. It's grown. Um, (laughs) it's amazed me how, how passive income works when you, when you put money at that scale, you know, when you've just got a couple thousand bucks, it doesn't do anything. But when you, when you got that kind of money, it actually grows. And, and this is uh, GFC. So you've managed to dodge that bullet. What's that? This, the, like the sale happened after the global financial crisis. So you didn't, you know, put all your investments in the stock market and then watch it disappear. Right. Right. So you've been okay. Yes. Yep. Yep. So it's it's just been doing great since then, and it's it's quite diversified. I mean, it's not like I've taken it all to the casino kind of thing, but um, so yeah. And then I continue to do some freelance work for them, and um, because I write so quickly, uh, it's 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 a fantastic deal for me uh, still to to do that. And then of course I I work on um, you know I've shifted my attention to another website to try to build uh, future future income and business with that which is uh it's actually make money with no work.com <laughs> that's a good domain name <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of a spammy url if you've ever heard one make money with no work i mean it's uh but i i had started that uh, a couple years back and just kind of let it sit there and didn't really know what i was doing at the time and figured you know after i sold this i said well now i know what i'm doing so I should build this into a business. So I've, I've started putting um, a lot of what I would call epic content on that site and started building it. So. Okay, and that's, that's where you're at today, I presume, writing for your own site, freelancing still for spiritualriver.com, spiritual um, yep. watching your investments, making sure you've, you've got your living coming through there. And that is exactly that. Yep. That's the, I'm guessing you don't quite work, you know, you don't do those... 400 articles in one month sort of trips anymore (laughs) no i definitely do not but i still i still try to do about three hours a day of solid writing where i actually sit down and pound the keys for three hours and and for me that's um you know that's well over three thousand words sometimes up close to five thousand words so it's a good habit to keep isn't it especially online oh yeah yeah All right. Well, Patrick, that's a fantastic story. Thank you for taking us through the entire thing. I, I found that really interesting. Uh, maybe just in, in passing while we uh, wrap up this. Uh, first, the websites, if you want to tell people where to find you. Um, spiritualriver.com is the site you created and sold and still write for. And Correct. Make money with no work. Is that? Yep. Money dot com. Make money. Look, give me the whole address. It's makemoneywithnowork.com. Okay. That's where you're currently at in terms of your current writing. Fantastic. Yep. All right. So one last tip then if you could give people if, if they want to do this process. You, you talk like you've, you know, you've described probably three years of your life there, maybe a little bit more, but much of it while you had a full-time job, which is you know, what probably a lot of people listening to this will be in that situation. So it's appealing to hear that you, know, you were able to break out of that situation <laughs> while still working full-time. Um, what would you tell those people? Like, what's, what's the most important thing to do? Uh, the number one tip I can tell you is um, a daily quota. Two words. You need a daily quota, and that's content production. You need to produce a certain amount of content every single day. And if a day goes by and you don't produce anything, you've wasted an opportunity. Because, you know, I went through the, you know, I did those content blitzes. I did 25 articles a day, and I didn't have to do that. I could have just done two articles a day for the entire internet marketing career and I would have come out the same. See what I'm saying? A a daily quota is very powerful. If you can say, I'm going to write two articles every day and you keep that up, uh, you know, you you can build a business that way. It just takes consistency. 
good advice and advice I personally haven't taken in a long time. I did that early on, and I would like to get back there. So I'm going to take that on board as well, Patrick. Thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, great. Thank you for this fantastic interview. Uh, I, I wish you good luck with the, the new project, and, and um, uh, I'd love for anyone who's listening in to what Patrick said is please feel free to leave a comment and. Uh, you know, I guess can they take uh, ask some questions, Patrick? You'd be watching oh, the definitely. as well. So yeah, definitely. Patrick will be there to reply to the comments when uh, this interview goes live on entrepreneursjourney.com. Okay, uh, that's it. Thank you, Patrick, and uh, I hope I'll speak to you soon. Okay, thank you so much, Arrow. A huge thanks to Patrick for doing that interview. I hope you got a lot out of it and take away something you can action immediately with your online business. If you are looking for more podcast interviews like this, please head to my blog, which is entrepreneurs-journey.com, or you can Google my name, which is Yarrow, Y-A-R-O, and you'll find me as the top search result. Thanks again, and I'll catch you on another podcast interview very soon. Bye-bye.